So welcome to another episode of the Zach Hiley Today. Today, I have the special honor of being with Betty McGowan, the best babysitter in the world and one of the best people, I think, in the world. Uh, but that's how I first met Be Betty when she was a babysitter. However, she is much more than that, a teacher, a mother, and really, I think, a living saint. She grew up in Maniunk, PA, in, with her mom and dad who had a candy shop in the 40s. She came from a large family of a total of 12 people post-depression, which was not easy. She had a tough upbringing, an alcoholic father, and not very much money growing up either. She loved playing sports, especially baseball and softball, and she held many records for her high school. <laughs> she had nine children, but she knew how to stretch a dollar. She often had 10 people at the table for all of her meals. There was no indoor bathroom at one point for five years, so the 10-plus people in her house would use a single outhouse for a short period of time. There were times when there were no washer or dryer, but the kids always had clean and ironed clothes. Speaking to her children, she kept a beautiful home and did everything she could for them, although at times it was not easy. In her 60s, I met her when I was only two years old, and I was so lucky to have Betty as a babysitter for 10 years. She's instilled values and ideas in me that I still hold on to today. I'm friends with many of her grandchildren. They all recognize her as the best grandma and mom growing up. She was always with them and playing with them. Overall, Betty is one of the kindest, most caring, strict, and insightful people I have ever had the pleasure to know. So it's lovely, lovely to see you, Betty. You look fantastic. So the first thing I want to ask, I want to start all the way at the beginning. Because you didn't have super easy upbringing, right? And I want to know, how did you make it through such hard times when you were growing up? Because many of us, you know, me, for example, I had a very nice upbringing. Every, I got all the food. I had you with me. I didn't really have much hardship. So a lot of people couldn't even imagine how to start to live through the hardship that you went through. I just don't know how did you put yourself through it? I, I just knew there was something other than what's out there. So I believe there is a God, mm -hmm. and I look to him. Uh -huh. And he got me through so much, yeah. but it was difficult. Yeah. For, but it was difficult for all of us during that time. But when you are brought up in an al alcoholic family, it's yeah. not easy. Yeah. It's not easy at all. But we got through it. We got through it. And I'm just amazed that... You're always so positive. Were you always so positive, or was there a change at any point? Well, let me tell you, I had two older sisters. Yeah. And we all went through the same thing, where there'd be police in our house maybe every two weeks because of my mom and dad mm -hmm. fighting. I had two older sisters. One of them was very negative, but the other one, Rose was her name, she went through the same thing we did, but she would always try to tell us younger kids jokes. She'd sing and dance around. And I just remember one day I said, I want to be like Rose. I don't want to be like Bernice. I want to be like Rose. Because whatever happened, she was happy. So I said, whatever happens, I want to be happy. That's so, amazing. So that's who I took after my How old sister. were you when you did, made this decision? Um, I couldn't have been any more than maybe seven, 
Seven. Were you the, were you the, I forget, I didn't know this. Were you the middle child, the older child, the younger I, I, child? I was the sixth The sixth, one. The, the sixth, sixth of one. nine, right? Yeah. Nine. Ten. Ten. The yeah. sixth of ten. <laughs> yeah. What is it like growing up in a house with ten, nine brothers and sisters? <sighs> Very. <laughs> <laughs> we got through it. It, yeah. it. It's rough. Very rough. And especially... When you don't really have guidance from mm-hmm. either one of your parents. Yeah. My mom, God bless her, she was very sickly, but she had to work in the store from 10 in the morning till 10 at night. But we always, she always made us breakfast before we went off to school. And we always, and now we lived in Maniunk. We had to climb hills, okay? We had to go up to school. You walked walk to school. Walk to school. Oh, you walked to school. And that was almost like a half a mile mm-hmm. up a hill. Then you had to come down it to go have lunch, but then you had to go back up <laughs> it. But, uh, and we really didn't, my dad, like I said, he was, he was drunk five days out of the week. Okay. Back then, everybody worked nine to five. Mm-hmm. And Saturday and Sunday, nobody worked back then. Nobody worked. So my dad was like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. He was wonderful on the weekends. I loved him to death. And he's the one that taught me how to play. Baseball and softball. Baseball, yeah, softball. And I just loved it. But we didn't really have guidance. We all felt like. You just felt like you were raising yourself. Because like I said, my mom was in the store, but then she had kidney stones. She had both her legs ulcerated, varicose veins. Mm-hmm. So she was in pain all the time, plus working, plus having all us bratty kids to <laughs> take care of. But she was always had lunch ready for us when we came home. She always had dinner she, she was great. It's all the stuff that she had. What did your dad do? He was an ice man. An ice cream man. Got yeah, it. No, not I, an ice cream. Cr- just ice. 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 Oh. Just ice. Back then you had ice boxes. Yep. Uh-huh. You had to have ice to keep your stuff. Uh-huh. And it was an ice box, not a refrigerator. And uh, when he first started out, he had a horse and a buggy. To pull the ice. Yeah. Oh okay. God. And... We didn't live, we lived about two blocks away from where his, uh, the ice, uh, the, the company was. Mm-hmm. So on even Saturdays, he would take us down and the guys would let us kids, a couple of us kids, you know, would just go down with him. And they would let us ride the horse in the stable, not out on the street, but in the stable. So I loved to le- love horses too and ride horses, so... It was great. So did you get much of your kind of guidance? Because I know you said you had no guidance. Was it from your older brothers and sisters then growing up? Or no, was it? No. 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 You know who it was from? And I'll never forget her. My second grade teacher. Ah. Like I said, it was, everything was negative. Everything was negative. And like I said, I felt, yeah, all of us felt like we were raising ourselves but when I went to second grade, she, back then, 
you had it right, and then the teacher would come down the aisle and watch, and she said, oh, you, you write so nice, I'm going to hang your paper up on the wall. And then when we have our class, I do something, she said, oh, you draw nice, I'm going to hang your picture up on the wall. So she was the positive mm-hmm. teacher. To She gave me, that was positive. That's the first person that I, other than my sister Rose, that was positive wow. in my life. And I was so fortunate. She taught third grade and I had her for, so I had her. I was, I was just blessed That's having fantastic. her. She's, she's the one that really gave me a, a let, let me feel like I was worth something. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was. And I'll never, I never forget her. And you think you've been positive since then? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But, you know, I just... So, which is an amazing change to have, by the way. It's six or seven or eight years old. Yeah, yeah. To make that internal switch in your head. You know, listen, I'm going through all these tough times, but instead of thinking bad, down and gloom, you know, alcoholic father, family of 10, yeah. not much money, you know, all these kind of things... What if I can put a positive spin on this? What if I can just be happy to be alive and happy to be with all these people? It's an amazing, it's it's very mature for is a it, six or a seven or an eight-year-old. Really? I think so. Ooh. I think so. I can't imagine kids, I mean, you know, people well, these days, they just, they complain about everything, right? Yeah. I do it too. Oh, really? I do it too. I try yeah. not to. But. Yeah, well, how old, I can't remember how old you're in second and third grade. It's like seven or eight, uh, I yeah, think. That's it's right around saying. then, yeah. So she was really, she really helped me. A lot. Yeah. And then, of course, I love baseball because that was an outlet for me Mm -hmm. to get away from all the stuff that was going on in our life. And, of course, we played with the boys in Maniunk, and they had no mercy on us. (laughs) When did religion come into the picture? Because I know you're pretty religious. Did it yeah. come in around that seven or eight time or did it come well, in? Well, like I said, we weren't taught anything till my, yeah. like I said, even as a kid, I'd fall asleep crying mm-hmm. because it was so dysfunctional, mm-hmm. my family. And uh, I remember crying one night and said, what am I going to do? Grow up, get sick and die? I might as well die now. That's what I thought. Well, I must, what, 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 I'm going to grow up, get sick and die? I might as well die now. But I thought, is there, pla- is there going to be a place I'm going to go? I didn't know. And then all of a sudden, you're a certain age. We were sent, I was a Catholic, I went to Catholic church at the time. We had to go to catechism on a Wednesday afternoon after school. We couldn't afford to go to Catholic school because you had to pay and we didn't have any money. So, but they allowed all the public school kids to go on a Wednesday, okay? Well, when I went there, the first thing I heard was, there is a heaven, there is a God, but you have to be good to go there. I thought, whoa, I'm going to be good because I, I live in hell. I'm going to go to, I want to go to heaven. You know, there is life 
after you die. Well, I never knew that. There is, there is. Well, I believe there. See, I believe a lot of things. If somebody tells me something, I believe them. Uh I don't think people lie, but I've, through my life, I found out people do lie. (laughs) But I, if you told me something, I said, oh, good. I believe you. Then I find out you lied to me. I didn't know that, but you got to tell the truth. You know, you have to tell the truth. You have to be good. Well, I became Miss Goody Two Shoes. And that was the main motivation because yeah. you wanted to be in heaven as yeah, opposed to yeah, hell, hell afterwards. Right, yeah. because I thought I lived in hell. Uh-huh. But Can't then, go through that again. No, no, I'm yeah. not going, no. Yeah. So I'm going to be good. So I kind of, and like I say, I do believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's the Jewish God. Uh-huh. And I start reading the Bible. And that really picked me up. And it's made my life Did you start peaceful. reading the Bible in middle school, high school? Oh, no, no, no. I was 17 years old at mm. the time. Because we, and I don't mean anything this, because I have wonderful Catholic friends who love God like I do. But we were told we were not allowed to read the Bible because we were not intelligent enough. Really? Understand. Yes, yes. So I, we... That sounds crazy. You're, if you're in the, you're in the church for the, the, and they say, isn't that the whole point of going? You're meant to read the Bible? No. No. Not, not back in my day. Oh. It's different now. Oh. It's different. They do have Bible study groups. Uh-huh. And, and that's why a lot of Catholic people know and understand. But because I remember when I finally, when I finally, finally left the church and See, the priest used to come around to your house once a year to take a collection, come to your house to pick up money. And when I, the priest came to pick up the money, I said, oh, no, I'm not a Catholic anymore, and I read the Bible. And he said, what? You can't understand the Bible. I said, oh, yes, I can. And I opened, I said, look what it says here. The Holy Spirit will teach you, will be your teacher. So I... I believe there is a Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And I believe the Holy Ghost will teach me. The Holy Spirit will teach me. And he has. And he's made my life happy. And he's made my life peaceful. Now, I don't know. This is why it's called faith. I don't know if it's real. But guess what? I'm going to believe what God says in his word. That's God's word. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. The Old Testament, the New Testament. And one of my favorite verses is in Isaiah, in the Old Testament. And he's, he's my favorite prophet in the Old Testament. But like I said, I wanted to be Miss Goody Two-Shoes and do the right thing and obey my parents. and do. Of course I didn't, so we had to go to confession, <laughs> you know, confess our <laughs> sins, which I did. But because that's what we're human, we do do wrong things. But anyway, I read in Isaiah, he said, your righteousness is a filthy rag in the sight of God. And I thought, what? My righteousness is a filthy rag? Then what are my sins? They got to be terrible. <laughs> but I th- then I start reading it. Then I found other things that were, if you just believe in Jesus, 
you have eternal life, and nobody's going to pluck you out of his hand. And I, I thought, who's stronger than God? I don't know anybody stronger. To me, mm-hmm. but see, it's faith. I don't know whether, but you know what? It gives me peace, and it gives me joy to what I read from God's yeah. word. So, it's a, it's a, it seems like a two-hit combo. So you have this positivity yes. that you got, that you— Put on yourself, by the way, yes. which, is in, which is crazy. And then you get this religion in, and it seems that's kind of been, do you think that's, those are the two main things that have driven you forward that have always kept you kind of, yes. I've never I've never heard you complain. I've never heard you've been sad. You're no. always happy. You always have energy too. And do you mind saying how old you are? Do you, do you uh, want to hide uh, it or do you want to uh, say uh, it? My brain thinks I'm 40. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be 87. Which is absolutely crazy. And I've known you for a long, long time. I'm 28 years old. I've known yeah. you for probably 26 of those yeah, years, yeah, yeah. right? And you still seem like the same Betty that I knew like 20, 25 years ago. It's crazy. Really? You're the, you seem like the most healthiest, most mentally there person yeah. that I've, I've one of the, honestly, that I've ever met. That's, 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 you're getting older, right? You're getting yes. old. 86 yes. is not... A young age, and you are you are with it. You are you're just walking around. You don't have a cane or a stroller. No. You're answering questions. You're joking. I mean, it's it's amazing. Oh, really? It's amazing. Well, let me tell you. Now I have to go back to God's word. Yeah. Okay. When I I, I start reading the Old Testament, which is the Tanakh. Okay. And this, but okay, I start reading that when I was around 22 years old. And I read about Joshua and Caleb that were the two men that Moses sent out to see the Canaan land. Actually, 12. He sent one of each tribe. There was 12 tribes. Caleb and Joshua were the only two that came back and said, we can take them. The other one said, oh, they're... they're they're giants. Oh, no, we can't take it. We can't go take that land that you said you'll give us. Caleb and Joshua were the only two. And Caleb said, well, Joshua became Moses. When Moses died, Joshua became the leader of the Israelites. Caleb God said, because you said that and you've been faithful. Now, he was only 40 years old, and it took them 40 years to get in the, into, the cane, into the promised land. So he was like in his 80s when he got there. And God said, because you were faithful, you're going to be as strong as you were when you were 40. And I said, and I just said this thing. Now, this is how God, li- that I know there's a God. This is all I said to God. God, I want to be like Caleb. So you know what? I think I am like Caleb. <laughs> I think you are. I think you have the energy of a 40-year-old, uh, at least. And, and you look, and it's, I, it's crazy. Well, like I say, I don't know how I look, but I feel good. Yeah. And that's what counts. That's what counts. That's what counts. But like I said, and because I'm a woman, I call myself Cablet. Cablet. Okay. <laughs> Cablet. So, yeah. so 
do you have uh, like guiding principles that guide your? Are they mostly from the Bible? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, are yes. there certain ones that pop to the front of your head? You know, like being honest, being nice to people. Those well, that's kind of things. what it says. Yeah. We're supposed. Now, this is what Yeshua Hamashiach said. That's Jesus, the Messiah. But Yeshua Hamashiach is the Hebrew name. But anyway, he said. Uh, now, what did you say? Uh, I said you have guiding principles. Any okay. rules you live by. Uh, uh, well, he said, if you believe in me, I'm going to make you, st- you, you will be healthy. Just keep looking to me. Just keep looking to me. So I just keep looking to him. And like I say, I tell people, say to me, oh, aren't you afraid to do that or this or that? I say, you know what? nothing's going to happen to me unless my God allows it. Mm. And if he allows it, he's going to get me through it. And like I've had Lyme's disease and he got me through it. So do you believe a kind of in fate kind of thing or that God determines your fate? Yes. Where you go? Yeah. I I just believe he, he's in control Mm -hmm. of my life. And like, like I say, even now I feel like I'm in the wilderness I'm just following God. Gotcha. Okay? So when you're in the, what did they have in the wilderness? Nothing but the manna and uh, God let water come out of a rock. They didn't have nothing. And if you read the Old Testament, it says their shoes never wore out, their clothes never wore out. So come on. This is the God I'm going to believe in. Don't know. I don't know, but I'm taking it by faith. And you know what? All the things that I've been through life and different things, I just feel there is a God. He's a spirit. He's Do you do you ever have disenchantment with the religion? Ever feel like never? There's no, never been no. a moment where you said, God, how come you didn't do this for me? How come you let oh, this happen? Kind of thing. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'll go back. Yeah. Now I had nine children. Yeah. This is this boy. Betsy's boy. My fourth boy, I had a fourth boy. His name was Johnny. Mm -hmm. He was five years old, playing out in the yard on a Friday night with the neighborhood kids in my yard. I always wanted them in my yard because I wanted to see what they were doing so I could control them. Those many kids, yeah. Yeah, I I can control them. But anyway, he came in and he just said, it was like five o'clock, little after five, he said, Mommy, I feel sick. Now, he's out playing. He came in and he said, I feel sick. He came in and spit up a little bit. And then he went into a convulsion. Well, I, I, I had to take him to the hospital. And back then, now this is 56 years ago, okay? So back then, you could only go see your children at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You couldn't stay with them. You had to go home. Well, we took him to, my husband and I took him to the hospital, and they got him under control with the seizures, and they said, he's fine. He said, we're just going to keep him. And, of course, I could call the hospital at 9, at nine. so I called the hospital at 9 o'clock, and they said, oh, he's fine. He's standing up and everything. I said, oh, good. So I was getting ready to go to the hospital at two, get myself ready. My neighbor was going to come in and watch my other children. I came in, and all of a sudden I get a knock on the door, and it's police. And they said, 
they want you down the hospital right away. You have to sign something. You have to sign for some medicine. We didn't have a car. I had to go call. Oh, first of all, I asked the police, will you take us? They said, no, we're not taking you. We can't take you. Yeah, back then. I'm talking in the 60s, okay? No, we can't take you. So I had to go call for a taxi to go down because we didn't have a car. Yeah. Had to go get a taxi. Went down to the hospital. I go in and I see the nurse and I see her face. And she said, I'm sorry, but your son died. I said, what? What? He wasn't, he, what? You told me. No, he's got Waterhouse meningitis. First case in 20 years. And it's fatal. Now, he was, he said, I said he was out in the yard playing with all these kids. And he said, you're going to have to tell all these parents because this is fatal and it's contagious. So they're all going to have to get medicine. All your children are going to have to get medicine. And I was seven months pregnant at, at the time with my seventh child. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to think about it. But, and I had to get different shots. Mm -hmm. Now, this is devastating. This, this devastated me. Of course. Now, you have to go all through this. It's a three-day thing, and... Now, this is the third day when we're gone to bury my son. Well, I just went up in my bedroom, and like I said, I always read the scripture. I always believe what God said. But I said to him, I don't know whether I want to believe in you. How could you have done this to me? How? This is it's hor it's horrible. I, hope, I can't imagine. No, it's, I hope... You never joined that club, okay? It's, it's horrible. I said, I don't know whether I want to believe in you or not. And I just opened my Bible like that. I, I was down on my knees at my bed, had my Bible there, which was my guide all this, all this time. I just opened it. I don't do that. I read one book after another. I just opened it like this, and my, I opened it... My eyes fell on this one verse, and it said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And just like that, I had peace all over my body. This is the worst day in my life that I'm going to bury my son. I had such a wonderful time with the Lord. And like I said, I was seven months pregnant, and this is what came to my head. This is the worst day. This worst day of my life has become the most joyful day in my life. And I went down, told my husband what happened to me, and I said, if this is a girl, we're going to call her Joy. And guess what? It was a girl, <laughs> and her name is Joy. <laughs> but you'll see that in the, if you read the Old Testament, you'll see all these people that named their kids, and that's after certain things. And just like I said, if it's a girl, and it was. And after that, I don't care what you do to me, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I mean, that's in, that's an amazing story. Really is an amazing story. It's a true story. Yeah. It's a true story. And believe but it. That's what, ever since that time, when 
my eyes fell on that because, see, which I believe there's a Father, Big Son, and Holy Ghost. And some, I know Jewish people don't believe that, but when I read the Tanakh and I showed a Jewish gentleman, right in Genesis said, God said, let us go down and make man in our image. Wait a minute. Who is us? Well, when you read the, the New Testament, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And that's who's here now to me. He guides me. It's God's spirit. Because to transition a little bit here, I see even when you're, I mean, when you, when you are with us, when you're with your kids, I've never seen you really get angry or yell or be just, just mean, ever. Never, ever. Well, it, when I'm by myself and I yeah. see certain things, I then get you, angry, yeah. but I get, I'm talking to God, you yeah. know I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm angry. Just like people say they call praying. I say, I'm talking to God. Yeah. And I say, God, you got to take this away from me because I'm angry. Uh-huh. I could punch that guy in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you never outwardly, I no. never see that outwardly. No, no yeah. because I run to God right away. Okay. I've been in situations where I've been with people that are arguing. I don't get in the argument. I go away and get up in my bedroom and start talking to God and take care of that. Because I can't do nothing about it. I'm just adding to the problem. Even with your kids. I mean, when you're raising your kids, right? I'm sure they misbehaved. Oh, oh, they did. How did you manage that without getting mad and yelling at them? Well, because the Bible said... If you're going to correct your children, do not do it in anger. So I want to obey God. So I didn't want to be angry. But anyway, I uh, said, go up in my bedroom, not their bedroom because they had toys and stuff. Mm. No, go in my bedroom and I'm going to talk to you. So I'd wait and then I'd go up and I'd talk to them and tell them where they were wrong. And I'm, I love you, but I have to correct you. Just like God, if I do something wrong, He's going to correct me. It made me understand God more when I had a child because I said, oh, I love this. I love this child. I'll die for this child. But if they did, but it's like God, if you do something wrong, he's going to correct you. But he's not doing it. He's doing it for your good. And that's what I would tell the kids. And I think your kids also, they have an insane respect for you. I mean, it makes sense. I get it. But a lot of kids growing up, you know, they, they, talk badly to their parents. Sometimes they even curse at their parents, right? They do all these things. How do you think you maintain that respect from your kids growing up? Do you think it was this, the punishment without anger and kind of speaking to them like real adults almost, right? Yeah, right, right, right. That's what I do. Yeah. That's what I would do. But uh, I I just, like I said, yeah, the Bible's my guide. And I, like I say, I fall and, you know, but God knows that, and I just say, God, help me on this matter. But I want to follow what he says. I want to follow him. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm in the wilderness. I'm going to just, I don't care what I have. doesn't matter. Only thing important is people. To me, people. 
I agree. I think people are. It's just. It's amazing. I just. I mean, you're because you're not a tall, big person either. No, you're no. tiny. Yeah, I know. You're tiny. I know. People when I was younger, they say, "Are you a midget? <laughs> are you?" A sh-? And they used to call me shrimp. Because I was even, for my age, I was always. Really? I gotten taller, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're kid, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was so. And they called, that was my nickname, Shrimp. But I mean, you command a room, but you know that, by the way. You walk in, you command everyone. Uh, my parents would listen to you, my brothers would, we'd listen to you because we'd be scared. <laughs> my friends who didn't even know you would come over and they'd listen to Betty. You know, when Betty's doing something, they'd listen to you. And it was this amazing switch you'd have. Because, of course, you're the most fun-loving. I mean, I, we can get into the games you used to play with us. Yeah, it would be yeah. insane. We'd, yeah. You'd take yarn. you take yarn throughout the entire house. You'd make the entire house a spider web. And this isn't a small house yeah. we were in either. I mean, this yeah. would be four or five spools of yarn. You're hooking it to the ceiling, down yeah, to the yeah, basement. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd hide around the house. And keep in mind, you're 60 years old at this yeah, point, yeah, right? right. And you're the monster yeah. in the house. And you're hiding yeah. out of the room. You're jumping at us for hours. Yeah, I know. Hours on end. Well, I had fun. But you guys were great because you know what? Your parents love you to death. And that makes a difference because I babysat for kids where the parents didn't care. And that's, really? that's a challenge because the kids are not, don't behave, whatever you'd say to them. But I would try to do my best with them. But, but when I met you and, and Harry, I just knew... Right away. Your parents, it's it's your parents that, your mom and your dad, that makes a difference in a child. How do you know, how could you tell that the parents cared with the kids or not? Because of the child. Just like I said, Got you. It. You, of course, you were two. But yeah. even then, when you came down the first time I, you know, got out of bed and came down when I was babysitting you the first time, you just come in with a smile on your face and... You know, smiling. I know right away because I was a babysitter since I was like 13 years old. And I sat a lot of kids that their parents didn't care about them. You can tell. I guess if you were speaking to new parents, right? When you're, because I'm sure your kids came to you with one in like, how do we raise our kids? How do we, what, do you have any advice for like new parents or people? No, just love your kids, I guess. Just love your kids. To tell them there is a God yeah. and follow God yeah. and his rules because yeah. they're the best. Uh, for me, and like I said, I don't, I, it's by faith. I don't know if it's going to be true, but it's yeah. why I'm going to believe in it because through my life, it has come true so many things. Just like when I lost my son, which mm-hmm. is devastating. And he came to me and said, I'll come to you and be your comforter. And he did. Just came from the top of just gave me peace all over my body. I can't explain mm-hmm. it to you, but I know it's real, and my life has changed ever since then. Since then. I thought I, thought I knew God, but you really know God when you go through that fire. Mm-hmm. It's a fire. And you use that whenever you have the heart. For, you just had Lyme's disease, right? You use this, this kind of... Yeah, yeah. yeah, to look to him. And like I said, even when I was going through it, which was really had me paralyzed... Yeah. First of all, he gave me a song that I know, which I'll tell you about this too. He gave me this song. No matter my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well 
it is well with my soul. So that picked me up. But then I, then I heard him say, slow down. <laughs> so I, I've learned to slow down a little bit. <laughs> you, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't, I mean, you're moving like crazy. I, I mean, what do you, you have stones on hills, you're stacking and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that at home. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. No, it's just wonderful to it's, me. Um, I think it's wonderful. It's, yeah. It seems crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it fantastic. Is. I mean, I, w I hope that I'm half as energetic as, oh, as you well, when I'm 86, say, 87. You know what? Do like I did with Caleb. Say, God, I want to be like Betty. I want to be like Betty. <laughs> I want to be like Betty. And he hears you. Yeah. Okay, he hears you. It's, it's just, it's amazing. It really is amazing. What are the games we used to, I'm trying to, we had the yarn thing. Yeah, yeah. The monster. Pillow fights. Pillow fighting. Fights. And I don't, then I used to, I don't, I think even when you came over my house, I had old furniture I put down and make it like you had to jump from the oh, couch. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the floor's lava, <laughs> this whole kind of, the classic game. But you even had me doing things that I didn't expect. You had me doing, this is another question I have for you. You let us, as very young kids, do things that most people think is dangerous. Oh, yeah. Right? You had me, I had a knife, a kitchen knife, when I was six, cutting things, you were making the scrambled eggs. Yeah. Why? What is... Because you have to learn that. Yeah. So mice will teach you. Yeah. Now, you better hold it this way or you're going to cut your fingers off. Hold it this way. Teach them. Teach children. Teach them. And you gave us the real glasses as opposed to the plastic glasses yeah. really yeah. early. Yeah, because you have to learn how yeah. to use them. Yeah. And with the kids fighting all the time, how do you keep a family together when there's, first of all, not that much money. It's hard to stay with when you had your nine kids, right? I mean, how do you when they're fighting with each other and you're not living in a big place, you're sharing an outhouse. Yeah, yes. Well, I just would separate them. Yeah. You go sit in that, you go over there, and you be quiet. See, I, I was in charge. I know. I, I believe in, it. <laughs> I was in charge. So it was up to me to handle that situation. You, over there and at you, you, and sit there and don't get up. See, I, I, I was a boss. I was the boss. Stern and strict. Yeah, Definitely yeah. Stern and strict. Yeah, I, I did. But I'm very, very blessed. My kids are happy, very successful. And like I said, here's another thing. I, I, I'll tell you this little story, too. When they start to be teenagers and they say, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? I said, because I read it out of the Bible, and I want to follow God. I want to follow God. And then they said, blah, 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 this and that. And I, when you have about three teenagers coming oh at gosh. you, I, they wore me. What do they say? They say, we don't believe in God? or No, they no, say? they say, well, why do you do I can't remember, but I just remember they were all coming at me, and they asked, and I said, listen. I've read this word, so I read it. I'm responsible. You haven't read it yet, so you're not responsible. Because the Bible, there's a scripture verse, I think it's in Romans, where there's no knowledge of sin, there is no transgression. And I believe that, okay? Where there's no knowledge of it, there's no transgression. But anyway, I was wore out. I went up to my bedroom. Because I was mentally wore out from getting all these things thrown at me. I lay down on the bed, and like I said, I start talking to God. So, 
God, I don't know what to do. I'm exhausted. You know, I'm exhausted. And see, I know this Bible verse, and it came to me. God said, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. Right. But I had my concordance at the time. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to see what cast meant back in the Greek in, in the Greek back then. And when I read that and in, in that what cast meant, it said throw with force. So I said, here God, I'm throwing them with force at you. I bore them, but they're your kids. They're your kids now. They're yours. Okay. I'll still do what I want to do, but they're I'm casting them to you. He said, because cast all your cares on me, because I care for you. And I know my in-laws didn't mean anything by this, but my mother-in-law said this, because, see, my, like I said, we didn't have money. We moved from state to state, because my husband, it was okay, but that's how he was, okay? And my mother-in-law said, you know what? The family's been saying, your kids aren't going to amount to much because of how you live, you know, which normally somebody say, oh, they don't have any money. They're having all these kids and they're moving here, there, don't have a job, don't have a phone, don't have a car. I don't know. It's still an awful thing to say. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it did hurt me. Yeah. It did hurt me. Yeah. It did hurt. But I had to bring it just over to God because he said, Cast all your cares on me. Do you forgive people right away? I, cause no, you, no, because no. I have to go to God. Yeah. Like a lot of times, like I said, I see people arguing and I want to really sock somebody. <laughs> but I know that's not right. So I have to get away and talk to God and get him get calm me down because I'm, I'm hurt or I'm angry. And I know that's not right to me. Okay, so anyway, look at my kids now. Fantastic. I mean, you've raised an amazing family. All your kids are great. Your grandkids are all, you've managed to extend this push through. Well, that's another thing. This is my foundation from out of this this that I'm talking about, God's word. And it's in the Old Testament. It's Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. He said, if you do my statutes and my commands, it'll be well with you and your children. So I said, God, I'm standing on that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to obey you because you said it'll be well with my children. I mean, these things have all come true for you. They have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How yeah. can I not believe? Because they all have done well in their jobs. They all have well homes, wonderful homes. And there's kids that had to go, a couple of them in their 12th grade had to leave that school and go to another school. How do you think they felt? How would you feel like Yeah, if, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And as a teenager, you know, as a teenager, you're going through all these. It's tough. It's tough. And you have to go to another state or it's another tough. city. It's tough. I lived up in 
Sullivan County with yeah. the, and then moved to the Poconos, and then there to Philadelphia, from there, Maryland, from there, Virginia. Why again were you moving around to all these different places? Because my husband wasn't happy in his jobs. Uh-huh. So, you, you, you go for uh, the job. Uh, 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 what am I going yeah. You just have to do the best with what you got. Yeah, right? right, right. And you do. And like I said, that's why I had to lean on the Lord a lot. I had I had to believe what he said. And you know what? He got me through. Because I'd always bring his word up to him. I'd say, you said, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. I said, Lord, do you know? And then, then there's a verse that said, if you have faith a grain of a mustard seed. You ever see a mustard seed? Tiny. I've seen a mustard seed. Yeah. yeah. You can move a mountain. So I would always bring God's word up to him. I said, Lord, you know I have that much. I have as much faith as a mustard seed, and you said I can move a mountain. Now, it's not always right then. Yeah. It might take a couple days, or it might take a year or more. Wow. But look at Abraham. What he had to wait 20... God said to Abraham, I'm going to make a great nation of you. You will bear a son. He's what, how old was he, 90 years old? And his wife, he had had, uh, Isaac when he was 100 years old. (laughs) But he had to wait 25, he still believed God. Uh He believed God and it came about. I, I, I believe, like I said, I believe what it says. The yeah. Old Testament, New Testament, I don't care. What God says to me is true, and I have to follow it. But that's that Numbers chapter 23, verse 19 is my foundation. And your foundation is what counts. And I think you're the foundation for your family. Well, I just follow God yeah. and believe what he said. If you said, and that's another thing where God said, I forget what verse it is in, but he says, am I a man that I should lie? Or if I say, oh, well, that's in Numbers too, I think too. But he said, am I a man that I should lie? If I say something, will I not do it? God, you said it, I didn't. So if you say something, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it. So, like I said, but the death of my son really changed my whole life. Where I'm in the, I don't care. I'm in the wilderness. It's okay. God's going to take care of me. It's amazing. Well, I, mean, I it really, I think it really is amazing. I is mean, it? you yeah. are the, still the most positive, energetic, <laughs> happy people I've ever, I've ever met. I feel like I could throw anything at you, and you would say that too. Yeah. You could, I could throw anything at you, and you, yeah. you'd take it. You could, you could do, yeah. you could yeah. go through anything. Yeah. yeah, but don't try to hit me because I won't. You're I, get- I know. <laughs> I would run away. I do not want to. I, I, I have experience. You never. I just would escape. I know anything would happen, I'd run. I'd just try and run. So changing subjects a little bit. Yeah, you've, yeah. Been, you've been in the U.S. a while, right? I mean, this is your uh, life, the life, U.S. Life, your U.S. Yeah, is the yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think the biggest changes that you've seen across the America or the world since you were born, right? It's been a long time. It's what are the, things that are apparent to you, I guess? it's just Well, all this electronics. Oh, I don't yeah. understand it. I don't know it. But I believe in it, and it's it's great. Yeah. It's, fab, it's fabulous. It's fa- I, I think it's fabulous, yeah. but I don't understand it. Yeah. I but, think they're great, too. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it, great it, too. it's great. It's absolutely great. But, you know, I've seen, I've gone from 
horses and yeah. ice. And not only that, your your vegetables came with that. You had to buy your vegetables off from the, the horse. The, well, you know, the horse and wagon. The guy would come around and sell. I don't know. I did not oh, know. Well, well, I mean, that's what we did. Your your milk was delivered. Your bread was delivered at your door. What about meat? How'd you get meat? Oh no, I, I can't. I don't. I don't. We basically had a lot of chicken, and my father, my grandfather, raised chickens. Yeah. So we had chicken a lot. So I don't. I don't. I don't know where my. Oh no no no! Back then, they had specialty shops. Yeah, you went and got your meat at a certain place. Mm. You got your bakery, which you still Mm do, and you got your. Even then, they start having chickens. You go down and you buy a chicken. I remember then. Then then that would come. You know, and uh, they had everything was a specialty shop. And then I'll never forget my mother saying, they're going to open a store. It's going to be called the Acme. And they're going to have vegetables in a can. I said, vegetables in a can? You know, I mean, because we were used to seeing it. The, 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 in the cart. In the cart. And we'd go out there and watch my mom getting stream beans or whatever. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's neat. So, so, the, so, the, so, do you like the changes of having the grocery stores with everything, or did you prefer well, the horse and buggy? Well, I didn't know. Didn't know. Now I didn't know. You know how, uh, but processed food in a can is not healthy. For I see. You. Okay. And you look at the people now in America. Oh, America's not looking good. It's not, not looking good. good. It's, and uh, yeah. Not, not looking, looking good. good. Not so, looking. so, so changes. What do you think? So, you said the changes for the good that you've seen yeah. in your lifetime. You think the electronics, the communication. Yeah, you think that's yes, great. Yes. Changes for the bad, if you would say, maybe some of these more canned foods. Yes. Kind of the health, general health. Yes. Of Americans. Yes. Do you, do you actually remember? Can you compare the people you were seeing when you were growing up to the people now? And do they look fat? Are they just seem well, fatter now? Well, most of them are heavier yeah. now than they heavier did. Is nice yeah, word, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we walked a lot. Okay. We walked a lot, and I think that makes a difference too. You got to move to try to stay healthy if you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah everyone drives. They sit all day, all day. Yeah, yeah, and things all like this. There's drive. not much as not a manual yeah. work's gone way down. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to ask you interesting questions as we near the end here, okay? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say they're they're mostly rapid fire, but they're tougher. So if you don't have a good answer, don't uh, worry about okay, it, okay? Okay, good, good. Don't worry. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. I, and I'll come up with random things too. Okay, if you had a magic wand and you had three wishes, three things you could change about the world. Oh. Give me one. Here, give me one change. If you had one thing you could change about the world with a magic wand, would you? what would you do? Uh, uh, I wish everybody could be happy. That's nice. That's nice. You can't beat that. No, no. That's a really you know, nice. Yeah, that's happy. Thing. Happy. Yeah, that's... That's so nice. That's all I can think of. Do you have a favorite book? A Bible? It's okay, you have yeah. the Bible. Yeah. Every, every Any other favorite book? Not, Not really. really. That, that's the one, I think. That, that's, that's the one. That's my life. Yeah. That's my life. But I mean, I do like to read. Yeah. I like to research. Yeah. All my joints were aching, but I read what I should do. And like I say, I, I don't have arthritis. I don't have blood pressure. 
I'm almost 87 it's years insane. old. Do you take medications every day or anything? No, no. Oh, yeah. I, uh, of course of the, yeah. because of the Lyme disease, you it gave that. me AFib. Yeah. So I have to take a, a, a heart pill yeah. every 12 hours, yeah. twice a day. Yeah. And okay. I just saw the doctor in September, the beginning of yeah. my heart doctor, yeah. said, you're fine. I'll see you in six months. So, wh- wh- And you take no other pills every no, day? No, no. That's amazing. No. That is now, very people, unusual. People my age have high blood pressure yeah. or some diabetes, yeah. but you got to stay away from the sugar. Now, this is me. Yeah, what do you attribute your health to? Well, let me tell you. It was actually in 1973 that I really start, for me, mm-hmm. to take care of my health. And I just happened to go to Weight Watchers because my husband was heavy and he wanted to go. I said, oh, I, I could lose weight too. I'll mm-hmm. go. Two things they stretched. Uh, stressed. Stressed. Yeah. Stressed. Mm-hmm. stressed. And they said, sugar and salt are not good for mm-hmm. you. So you know what? I knocked out the sh- I used to have three cups of tea a day or more. Mm-hmm. And I just take one teaspoon of sugar. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm overdosing just on that. <laughs> and then that, all the other sugar yeah. that's in yeah. all the stuff. So I said, I'm cutting out the sugar. Yeah. So ever since 1973, I haven't had wow. sugar. And I don't do wow. the salt thing. You know, I used to be... 1970, 50 years, no sugar. Yeah, no sugar. Other than what's, you know, an what's yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing. And, and I try to see that, like, uh, you see something that has... 20 grams of sugar in one thing. Whoa, I ain't, I'm not going to eat that. Because that, now I read it now. I don't know whether you should believe everything. But women should only have like 26 grams a day. Of sh- uh-huh. I don't know, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. But I just read it. So I said, whoa, this is, whoa, I can't have this. <laughs> it's what I would do. Yeah. I, after I just start looking at labels, oh, no, I can't have that. It's not good for my health. So... I, I just did that. I think that's a part. And I think, honestly, I think one of the biggest parts, in my opinion, and I, who knows, right? Who yeah. knows what yeah, makes you right. healthier, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think your attitude and your mentality is one of the most important, I think, oh, oh, towards yes. your health. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think it the is. way you approach life, and I think it's a huge factor and a factor that many people don't think about, right? We think about we have to maximize our heart. We have to maximize what we eat, exercising, yeah. mental health, all these kind of things. You say mental health, but you probably didn't even hear me say it because everyone just, you go right by it. But for you, I think you have, and which is one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you, because I think you have one of the best attitudes, one of the best <laughs> mental spaces, one of the strongest personalities in a good way that I've, I've honestly ever met, oh, ever. Gosh. Seriously, seriously, seriously. And not only for yourself, but you have a great impact on other people as well, which is huge. Are you sure you're I'm okay? Sure. Are you, I'm sure. Are you no. sure you're okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I, there's nothing in here. Well, maybe the maybe the light smells has gotten to my brain or something. Like, no, no, it's. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. This is oh. a thought I've had my whole life. Okay. So, other questions. Other random, very random questions. Do you have a favorite president? Is there a president that you like the most? Truman. Truman was yeah. good because he said like it was, whether you liked it or not. Yeah. I liked him. I like Kennedy, too, okay. because he was another one yeah. that what he said, he did. Because especially when we had that Cuban uh, crisis, crisis yeah. he said, you come over, you're going to get it. And guess what? They, <laughs> they turned around. 
they turned around and went back to Cuba because he said, you come, you try to take our borders, we're coming. Wow. You know, I don't know yeah. if he said, but that's what he I meant. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he meant. And I said, wow. So he, he, and of course, Lincoln, of course, George Washington, yep. mm-hmm. you know, especially living famous. up near the Valley Forge. Yeah, yeah of course. Those people died. And if you want to protest, okay, go protest. But please don't do it to our flag. Yeah. Uh, It's only we can do this because people have been out there fighting for us and died. Of course. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. uh, So protest, go ahead, but not not to our flag. No. Yeah. That's how I feel. Just like I said. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's scary that even saying that, like, I'm even scared to say things like this because of, you know, the way yeah. these things yeah, go. Yeah, nowadays, yeah, right? yeah, 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 you can't, I'll give you a something, but I can't, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just can't, you got to watch every word you every, say. Especially, you know, I'm in, I'm in medicine, I'm in yeah. academia, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's tough. I'm going to cut it there. Yes. I'm going to cut it there before I lose anything <laughs> that happens that I could ever do. Yeah. Do you have a favorite vacation, a favorite place you've ever traveled, been with? No, nothing like that. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. 2019, yes. October, right before the COVID, yeah. I went to Israel. Ah, thrilled my soul. I wish I could have stayed there a year. Really? But we're only there 10 days. You know, our church had a, you want to go to, you uh-huh. know, we can go. And you loved it? I loved it. Why did you like it so much? Well, first of all, the word mm-hmm. of God. It's just amazing. To me, it's just and anybody that has gone there, they feel the same. Because I've, I've talked to other people before I went. They said, oh, you'll love it. I wish we could go back. And all the we went with 30 people. 30 yeah. of us were able to go. You know, we have such a bond. You, you get a bond. With those group of 30. With those people, yeah. It's like, I, I wasn't bonded with the. These are people that go to my church, yep. you know. I wasn't bonded with them, but there's such a bond. I can't, I can't even tell you, but they know it, and you know. Mm-hmm. You just feel it. I just can't tell you. Oh, that and my kids, they know how much I like tennis. I don't know whether I did it over <laughs> a your little house. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for one Christmas right when I moved in my new house that my son got me, for Christmas, my kids got me tickets to go to the U.S. Open tennis. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's another one. Two places. That and that. And here's the thing. How was the U.S. Open? Was it good? Do you love it? Well, we went right when it started. Uh-huh. So we weren't there at the end. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. You know, so my daughter, my daughter, my youngest daughter, course they said well she's going to go with your mom you know because yeah. i don't know new york i can't <laughs> but anyway she said um my son al who's in the traffic into traffic he got us to go into arthur ash stadium which i know arthur ash stadium yeah yeah and not only that up into the box where you could get all the food you wanted for nothing. And then you could sit outside and watch them play, you know, on the court. And not out, you know, you're in a box, but yeah. you can sit 
You had the best seats right there. You that know, sounds I mean? amazing. So Israel and U.S. Open. Yeah, those those are two good ones. Oh, to me, fabulous. Has anything surprised you about getting older? We're all going to get because you don't seem older. You're not older. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get older. We're yeah. going to die. The, yeah. the, 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 we all know. Born, grow up. You're going to die. Yeah. But see, I know where I'm going. To me, yeah. I'm just believing. Like I say, I don't. I'm just taking faith. It's by faith. I don't know, but I'm going to believe it. Guess what? It makes me happy. Yeah. Gives me peace. So yeah. that's great. Why not? If if you were to tell people, what do you think is the key to? And I think I know the answer here to 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 a meaningful life. You know the I answer. I think I know the answer. I think it's people in Bible, right? People yeah. in God. Yeah. I think that's yes. the correct yes. answer. Yes. What are the hap- What do you think were the happiest moments of your life? Having my children, Having your children. and being with them. Being with they them. were the joy of my life. Yeah. That I, I just had. I guess because of my childhood, I wanted children to be happy, not sad. Yeah. So I try to make ki- kids happy, and and my kids made me happy. They were the joy of my life, and. I, We had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That's great. We did a lot of things. You did. We did a lot of things, and I did a lot of things. And I think you had fun. We did. Which is amazing. Well, that's a lot of people forget about having fun. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I try to have fun most of the time. We did. We laughed a lot. And here's another thing that people don't do anymore. We always set if. As they got older, because they played football and all this other stuff, but we always try to have dinner together, supper together, and sit down at the table, and we talk, okay? We talk. You ready for this last question here? Okay, it's a silly, another silly one. If you could, every morning, every morning some people wake up, and they look at their wall, right? If you could every morning make something on that wall, a piece of text or something appear on that wall, what would you have people wake up and see? Would it be a saying? Would it be a word? Would it be a... You know what? I think it would be because it means a lot to me. Yeah. Or a piece of advice. No, I'd have clouds because there's another... This is in Nahum chapter 1, verse 3 in the Bible. I I, I always have to go back to God because that's my life. It's you. It's my life. Nahum chapter 1, verse 3 at the end, it says... The clouds are the dust of God's feet. So I said, ah, how cool was that? How cool was that? So when I look up at the clouds, ever since I read that, when I look up and see the clouds, oh, there's the dust of God's feet. So, and that's another thing. If There's another scripture if men would just praise the Lord for his wonderful work. Look at the trees. Look at the birds. Just enjoy what's around you. And even this city. Come in the city and see these old buildings. It's amazing how they're lasting. And it's amazing to me. I but, think it you is know, amazing. I'm a little crazy. No, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's amazing. And I think you're amazing. And thank you so much, Betty, for taking the time to talk to me today. Oh, 
Any final words? Anything to leave this with? I think you've left it on the best there. No, no. Thank you so have much. Have a good day. Do you want to plug your Twitter, your Instagram, <laughs> your website, yeah, yeah. your just, new, yeah. Just enjoy the day, people. Just enjoy the day. Thank you. That's all you can do because you don't know what's coming tomorrow. Just enjoy the day. No better way to end it. That's it. No better it. way. Enjoy Thank the you, Betty. day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>